Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and today we are talking about the verse from Isaiah 53, 5 that says, But he, Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Today, I just really want to talk about what does it mean to experience that healing? What does it mean to experience that peace? What do we do practically if we're somebody who follows Jesus and believes that he has paid for the price for our sin? How do we walk in that? How do we live that way? So I have Pastor Curtis Gilbert from The Journey in St. Louis with me today. This is our last episode. Uh, We have talked a lot about this verse and what does it mean that Jesus died for us? What does it mean that, you know, here Easter's coming. It's right around the corner. And what does that mean? So if you haven't listened to the first two episodes with Pastor Curtis, go back and listen to them and then come back and listen to this or listen to this now and then go back. Um, But either way, it's good stuff. Uh, So welcome, Pastor Curtis. Hey, it is so good to be with you again. It is. It is. And we were just talking about what we were going to talk about on this episode. And it's going to get gritty. Yeah, yeah. It's getting gritty because we want to talk about sin. And it's not something that we like to talk about necessarily. We like to hide our sin, right? Um, But we're going to talk about, like, what do we do with our sin? So here's my first question for you, Pastor Curtis. I love having a pastor because I feel like it's automatically you got expert status for us. (laughs) You know. So do you really believe that God can forgive any sin? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, You're just going to leave it there, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm so tempted to, but, uh, you know, I do. Uh, I think the, the base of my confidence really is, well, what does God say, right? Like anything that we're, if we're going to bank on anything that we're saying God did or didn't do, then we need to just hear his voice. And he says that he forgives all sin. Like he says that there is nothing that one is hidden from him. And that he has not then extended grace and forgiveness. Like he said that he, uh, the way he views us is he has just separated sin from us. And then when he sees us, he sees us in the perfection of his son. So all of that says, well, then there is not a sin he cannot forgive. Yeah, I think uh, I've heard somebody say before that it's it basically if we believe that there's a sin, if there's a sin that we're holding on to that we feel like we can't be forgiven for, we're essentially saying what Christ did on the cross was not enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So this verse that we're talking about, about Jesus being pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities and that our punishment was on him and by his wounds we are healed. We're like, yeah, but not that one. Right. That's so true. So true. So do you have people who come to you who struggle with feeling like they're forgiven? Oh, yes. I mean, I am one. So I, I both counsel people and I live as one. Um, so, you know, that's, I, I do think that that is, I think that is part of our experience and really our walking out the realities of knowing Jesus is wrestling through that. And though we know it cognitively, uh, it takes it, it, it just takes time. And really, I would say for many of us, it takes a lifetime to, to keep growing and understand that experientially, right? And so I know a lot of people say they never struggle with that, but I would probably beg to differ to some degree. 
Hmm. I just think that the pure act of growing in Christ is that you're growing in your understanding experientially what he's already accomplished for you. And yeah. so I would say, yeah, I talk, I talk to people all the time that struggle with it, sometimes large, sometimes small. Yeah. So if I came to you and I said, I'm struggling because I had this sin and I, I committed it 10 years ago. It was this huge deal in my life. It was, you know, I did this this terrible thing and I, I can't forgive myself. I cannot feel like God can forgive. I don't feel forgiven. How would you counsel me practically moving forward to learn how to give that sin over? Well, the, the base, even similar to what I said earlier, as far as well, what's, what's the basis of the confidence and mm. the same basis of the confidence, same basis of, of forgiveness and same bis- basis of you be- believing it. It's really the basis of God. Um, and so when I or someone comes to me and says, you know, if you came to me and said, I have a hard time. I said, well, let's let's not start with what you're feeling. Let's start with what God said. Let's start with what he's already established mm-hmm. because because your feelings didn't have to submit to that. And so so. What has God said? And well, we should look at even this verse. Like we could, this is one of many verses, but but Jesus took a, took upon Himself our punishment, our iniquities and transgressions, so that we would have peace and healing. So because God said this is true, right? Then the the difficulty I understand, but you have to make sure you are viewing that sin and forgiveness through the lens of truth. And not through the lens of your feelings. So that's first. The basis of confidence has to start with who God is and what he said. And if we believe that when God says something is true, then it absolutely is true. All right, that's point number one. Point number two. We also know that our feelings don't always agree with that truth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right? Like, that's just very real. Like, our feelings don't always agree. So then how do you walk that out in the way, you know, I tell people is like, well, you always are going back to that truth. Right? You're always going back to, well, what? If that is true, then that should be the, the, the thing that you are meditating on and speaking with your words. So I love this, what you all do with this podcast and even with the memory verses. Like the, the, the heart, the goal of a memory verse is not simply to learn words to regurgitate, but to have words that give life when, when, it most, when you most need it. So when you're memorizing this verse and you're struggling with forgiveness, well, this is the verse that you must remember. This is what you keep telling yourself and, and, and preaching to yourself on an on a everyday basis um, and so that you're bringing everything in uh, submission to that reality. Um, and I believe that as you do those things, what I believe and really I've experienced is as I do those things, as I, one, start with the confidence of God, base it on truth, submit myself to that truth. And, and so when I feel it, I'm honest with those feelings, but I didn't give them back to God. I said, Lord, I, I doubt your forgiveness, but I know you've forgiven me. So I give it to you. I don't, it, it, it's not good to dwell on something that you know is untrue. So if, if God's already established that it's true, you've been forgiven, then to dwell on the fact that you haven't been forgiven, actually you're dwelling on a lie, not the truth. And so what you want to do is dwell on what God has already said is true and just walk in that confidence. That, co- that confidence has to come outside of you and not in you. Um, and that side of you in truth. And so that's that's how I counsel people. And really, that's how I live it out myself. Yeah. Um, and, and just believe that when God says all sin, past, present, and future have been forgiven, then it really is. So now my, my, my process is how do I walk out the truth and not, not, you know, and to the degree that I am believing that it's true is to the degree that I will struggle. And, and we have to always come back to the truth of God, submitting ourselves to God, and allowing that truth to bathe over our souls, 
because I believe it's not just words, but the Holy Spirit dwells in every Christian, and he empowers the truth that you speak. And he, he empowers the truth that God speaks for the good of your soul. Mm -hmm. So even as you're speaking God's truth, he's empowering it to cause an effect upon you. Um, and that's how we walk out. So sorry, that, that was probably longer than you want a, a mini sermon, but... That is so good. That is, I mean, honestly, I was, I was thinking like, how would I answer that question? And how do I do that? That is exactly what I do. I find a verse and I dwell on it and I, I speak it to myself. I yep. speak the truth back to myself. I even will, will like put in, you know how it says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. Yep. I'll yep. just say it to the Lord. I'll be like, but you were pierced for my yep. transgressions. Exactly. And I exactly. just keep saying that over and over again. I'm like, this is why. I'm forgiven because I yep. know this is true. This is true for me. And you're right. I think th that those feelings that we believe sometimes are just lies from yep. the enemy. Yep. And we can't live under those lies because nope. they will crush us. Yep. And we weren't made to be crushed. Jesus, Jesus was crushed for us. Amen. Right? Amen. And it's, we weren't meant to be wounded because he was wounded for us. So yep. we are meant to live in life and in peace and in healing. I love that. I love that you said that about you know, just, just living in that truth, just telling yourself that truth. Just don't, don't let it go. You know, it's funny cause we, you know, we only memorize one verse a month. And I remember when Vera told me she wanted to do one verse a month. I was like, what about once a week? And you know what? I get to the end of every month yes. and I'm like, man, I could go for three more months with this oh, verse. I yes, could go can. the rest of my life with oh, this verse. Yes. You yes, know, you it can. just only gets more, more deep, more true. Yes. It's just, it's like, who was it? It was a George Washington Carver who found 300 different uses for the peanut. Yep, yep. I mean, like, seriously. That's he true. just kept going. He just kept, just going, kept going, you know? And I feel like if that, if you can do that with a peanut, how can you not do that with the uh, word of you God? Can. Right? You can. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. Uh, like I heard somebody says, it just gets gooder and gooder. The word of God gets gooder and gooder. It is. <laughs> it's the goodest. <laughs> it's the goodest. <laughs> okay. So I got, I got one other thought for you. Okay. So we talk about the person who, who struggles with, forgiving themselves what about the person who takes their sin too lightly oh yeah what do you do with that person the person who just is like eh, you know like i mean i know that there are sins in my life and times in my life where i know that i'm sinning and i'm like ah, i kind of just yep. want to do it anyway yep so what does that reveal about our mindset when we're mm. living in that space uh it, re it reveals a lot um you know, and again, like you, I, that, that, I struggle with that side too. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, here's the beauty of the text that that memorizing this month is it it has the the beautiful fruit of forgiveness that the one struggling with forgiveness needs to uh, focus on. But it also has the weighty result of sin that 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 person who is who is minimizing sin, looking over it, over it, needs to focus on life. <clears throat> the fact that God says he pierced and crushed, like he is using some of the most intense words that can be used to point to the weight and reality of sin. So that when Jesus died, it was not just a small death. Yeah. Um, it was in light of God's perfect holiness. And a, spe a speck of sin cannot exist in there. And sin in the presence of God must be dealt with. And so for that person that's minimizing, what that says is you're minimizing two things. One, the perfection of God. And mm. two, 
the death of Jesus. Mm. And that's what you should, like, if he says pierce and crush, then that little thing that you think, whatever you think is little, you know, you, whatever example, for me, it's, it's what I meant when I minimize that I'm quick tempered and short with my wife, right? Mm. I have a nasty attitude as though it's okay because I'm tired from work. What God will say is that small thing that you think you have reason for is the very thing that brought piercing and crushing to my son. It's mm. no small thing uh, and it cannot live in my holiness. So when you're minimizing it, you've lost sight of the reality of Christ's death and the reality of God's perfection. And that's what that person needs to focus on that this verse offers to them. Awesome. I love it. I love that it speaks on both sides, right? Yeah. And that there's grace for there's grace for the person who needs to feel that grace, and there's grace for the person yes. who needs to realize the cost of that grace, right? Absolutely. There's grace for that. Mm. So good. <laughs> well, Pastor Curtis, I just want to keep hanging, but I know. we are please, out of time. Please invite me back another time. <laughs> I will. So I will. So fun. For sure. I mean, I just, you know, it's funny when um, when we were looking at this verse, I was feeling the weight of it. Like, man, this is such a good verse, and I don't want to skim over it. I want somebody who is really going to take it apart for us and and preach to our souls. And you have done that. Uh-huh. So thank, thank you, you so, so much for joining us. Thank you thank for you. your wisdom and, you know, just allowing the Spirit to, to speak through you. Uh, we, we've been ministered to. So oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm honored and blessed. Awesome. Well, thanks, Pastor Curtis. We will have you back again. It will happen, for sure. I'll hold you to that. I'll hold you to that. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and, of course, this podcast. Thank you.